0: Napa know-how.
1: Right now, you can get a $20 prepaid Visa gift card by mail with the purchase of a Napa Legend Premium Battery. Its durability and power make it the obvious choice for people who hate getting stranded by a dead car battery. So pretty much everyone. The Napa Legend Premium Battery and $20 back. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care Centers. Limit two per household while supplies last. Offer ends two twenty eight nineteen.
2: 19 Talk Radio.
3: Hello, 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 and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller, and it is January 30th, Saturday, January 30th, at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And thank you, thank you, thank you for showing up and being here with us today for this dynamic Dynamic show, people. I am so honored that you continue to come back and let me be a part of your 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 Saturday uh, afternoon, your Saturday evening, in your in the East Coast. And I don't take you for granted. I am so appreciative of you. I'm so thankful for you. I'm so honored to be uh, a, a source of motivation for you, and a source of encouragement, and a source of inspiration. So I don't take you for granted. I appreciate you. I love you. I'm praying for you all the time. I, I look forward to meeting. Many of you in person. This is going to, this is just a dynamic time, people. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. As always, before we go any further with the show, I'm turning this show over right now to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what we came for, and that's a move of His Spirit. People, we got some dynamic things planned for you. I, I want to say this before I go any further. We have a show plan. We had a show plan for today that momentarily just changed. And this is how it's going to change. The show's topic is still the same, but the the things I had planned just changed. I trust God that much that he would in, give me instructions to help you be edified. We have two dynamic guests coming on later in the show, and, and they're going to come on and, and they're still going to do their part, but the things I had planned for you changed just slightly. I want to say something to you before we go into our segments, before we go into our divine intervention, we go into our presence of wisdom. We're talking about the power of thought. We're talking about the power of thought. We're talking about the power of thought. And before we go any further... I want to do this. I want to give you a motivational moment, and then we'll be right back. You weren't put here just to hold up space and and take up air. You were put here to do something dynamic. You were put here to make things better. Everything is created to be a solution to something. Okay? Nobody's life is in vain. There's um, a quote I want to read to you from uh, Dr. Mike Murdoch. I I read a lot of his his books on wisdom. Um, He says that God saw something that no one else could solve, so he created you. God saw something that no one else could solve, so He created you. He also goes on to say that everything was created to solve a problem. So your your very life is a solution to somebody's problem. God disguised the solution to a certain set of problems when He created you. So your so I want you to I'm just I'm I'm going here with you on this because I want you to truly understand that you are important. Your life is important. You, Your destiny is important. And don't, don't let anyone ever tell you anything differently. You are important. You have to be here. But there's also some, some rules that go along with you being here. So we'll get into that also. So you're important because God created you for a solution. Your life is designed to impact countless others. And you are put here as a specific answer to a certain set of problems. So, take your work in that and know that there's something dynamic for you to do. So, that's the segue to my lesson today. My lesson today is seven ways to promote positive self-image. Seven ways to promote a positive self-image. Step one, place high value on God's view of you. Place high value on God's view of you. Place high value on God's view of you, which we just talked about in depth, and we, I can go further with this. You have to understand that if you can hear my voice, we each and every one of us was created in the likeness and the image of God. None of us created ourselves. So it's a, it's like having a car. If I have a Ford Motor Company vehicle, and I take it to a a General Motors dealership, now, the General Motors dealership can actually call Ford and get information, but how much simpler is it for me to take that car back to a Ford dealer? Because they created the car. They know that car better than anybody else knows that car. So true is our relationship with God, our, our relationship with our Creator. Who knows us better than that which created us, that Spirit that created us? And when you, be, when you get in tune with that spirit that created you, you get a true, true blue value, a true blue estimate of what and who you really are. Because nobody else can truly tell you what you are. In fact, you, why would you listen to what, the opinion of another human being who only uses 5% of their brain? How can somebody that only uses 5% of their brain tell you what you're not? I want you to think about that.
0: Hello, and we're back.
3: It is, again, an honor to have you here. Uh, I, I really appreciate you, each and every one of you, for taking the time to listen to the, creating the championship standard of living. And we're creating a dynamic brand here. And I want you to get the most of this moment. I want you to get the most of this show. I want you to get the most of what it is that I'm pouring out as my labor of love to you. I want you, if any time you have a comment, concern, question, just tell me, you know, if you just want to tell me, hey, I thought you had a great show, or hey, I, I wish you could have done something different with that show, feel free to contact me. You can contact me at mileswmiller at gmail.com. That's M Y L E S W M I L L E R at gmail.com. Or you can contact me on many of the uh, social networking sites Facebook.com slash mileswmiller, uh, MySpace.com slash mileswmiller and twitter.com slash, you guessed it, Miles W. Miller. And you can contact me. I, I am always eager to hear from you. You can also leave comments on the Blog Talk Radio site itself. That's blogtalkradio.com slash Miles W. Miller. And I'm always eager to hear from you. I'm always eager to, to answer questions if I can. But I want to get back into what I was talking about in the beginning of the show. And there's something that really has grabbed my attention. There's something that's really grabbed my heart. I am a firm believer that where your attention goes, power flows, and that the thoughts you think about create a, a magnetic field, so the thoughts you think about are the things you bring about. I hear often uh, many people talking about how to give without expectation, and I'm telling you right now, as, as a friend of yours now, you're my friends. I care about you. I don't want to see you you know, going through this life making mistakes. And this is just my advice. But this is what I believe fully and strongly, that when everyone gives without expectation, when everyone gives gives without expecting something to come back, you cut off the natural flow of the universe. See, this universe was designed in abundance, and there are certain principles that are always at play. Remember we talked about it before in the, the um the three stages of dream realization. That seed, time, and harvest will always exist as long as the earth exists. That means that if you sow a seed over time, you will reap a harvest. Which means, in other words, if you set a goal, give it to the universe, allow allow the process that's necessary for that goal to manifest to come to manifest. And in stage three, you will you will reap a harvest of that thing that you sowed. Tonight's topic is the power of your thoughts, part two. Two weeks ago, we gave you. Uh, some thoughts seven thoughts that would transform and supercharge your dream manifestation, and I wanted to do something even more dynamic this week i brought on i 'm bringing on two people tonight who are absolutely phenomenal people who are living their dreams to talk about dream manifestation but i 'm going to recap really quickly what we talked about two weeks ago. two weeks ago, I gave you seven thoughts that would supercharge your dream manifestation. The first one was thoughts of gratitude, thoughts of peace, thoughts of abundance, thoughts of circulation, thoughts of happiness, and thoughts of compassion and thoughts of love. But there was one thought that I'm going to give you tonight that embodies each each of those seven thoughts, and it's the it's the thoughts of expectation. It is never a good thing to give without expecting the universe to do its part. See Luke. 6 and 38 tells us that if we give good, if we give when we give that it creates, a, it basically creates a cycle that good measure pressed down, shaken together will men pour into your bosom not necessarily from the very place you placed it but it, when you place it into the universe, there's, the universe is infinite, God has created this universe in such a dynamic way that you can get blessed from any direction that he chooses, and the, the the choices are limitless. The return is limitless. Is the return is limitless. The return is limitless. If you plant a seed into the ground, if you plant a, a peach tree, excuse me. If you plant a peach seed into the ground, you give it the proper time. When it's harvest time, you're going to have a peach tree. But it would be it wouldn't be wise. To plant that seed and not expect anything to come back. What I'm telling you tonight is, you know how we do our visualization every week. That is with the intention that you figure out what it is you really want and you start sowing what it is you really want. One of my clients this week made a statement and it really had irritated me that they that they were giving somebody something they didn't expect anything back from it. Just they didn't they, no. It's just I just gave it. Do you realize that not even God did that? God said, for, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. For he gave his only begotten son because he loved the world. But guess what? The second piece of that was that his son came with a purpose. That there was expectation on him giving his son. The expectation was that we could have salvation, that we can have uh, uh, access to redemption, that we can be restored to what is he set us as in the beginning. Even God deals with expectation. I want you to start expecting great things to happen for you. I want you to start expecting dynamic things to happen for you. I want you to start expecting the universe that God has set in motion for each and every one of us to start blessing you. A lot of people are experiencing lack and poverty. I'm going to tell you right now, that is not the natural law. That is not the natural state of things. We live in an abundant universe. We live in an abundant universe with with uncommon resources and uh, limitless resources. And it takes changing your thoughts. It takes focusing your thoughts on something dynamic to get you there. I want to read for you this week's Divine Intervention and this week's Presidential Wisdom. And then we're going to go into an inspirational song. This week's Divine Intervention... Our scripture from the Bible. Uh, it comes from Proverbs thirty, excuse me, twenty-three and seven, and it reads, "For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he." I'm a, I, I can't say it more ad, adequately or eloquently. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. That's why it's so important what you think. You can expect more of what you think. If you if you're thinking something right now, you can expect more of it. If you're thinking something, whatever it is you're thinking right now, whatever are the dominant thoughts in your mind right now, you can expect more of it. You're going to see more of it. That's why it's so important what you're visualizing. It's so important that you, you, you're forgiving people. It's so important that you're not holding on grudges. It's so important that, that you are seeing the ideal life that you want, not the life that you don't want. Because what you're thinking in your heart, that's what you are. And if what's in your heart right now the things you're thinking on right now, if they're not congruent with what it is you truly, truly want, I believe the blueprint is going to be presented to you tonight to change. Change the way you think. That's the power of your thoughts. The power of your thoughts are that dynamic. Whatever it is you're thinking about, it's in your... That's what you are. That's who you are. So if you can think on good things, guess what? Good things start happening. Because you attract more who you are. You attract more what you are. So... Moving along along, I want to give you this week's presidential wisdom. You know, each week I give you a presidential wisdom or a quote from our 44th president, President Barack Obama. And this week's presidential wisdom is this. We need to internalize the idea of excellence. Not many folks spend a lot of time trying to be excellent. Let me repeat that. We need to internalize this idea of excellence. Not many folks spend a lot of time trying to be excellent. We need to internalize this idea of excellence. Not many folks spend a lot of time trying to be excellent. Look, there it is right there. I want you to start thinking. I want you to start believing. I want you to come in agreement with excellence that your thoughts become thoughts of excellence, thoughts of being the head not the tail, the first not the last lender and not the borrower, thoughts of being on top and not beneath, thoughts on being blessed to be a blessing. See, we got people over in Haiti right now, like I said before, early in the week, if whether you're white, black, red, yellow, brown, another human being in pain, another human being suffering, that's our brother, that's our sister, We need to come together in unity and support them. So whatever you can do to support our brothers and sisters over in Haiti, please do so. Please do so. But we want to go into an inspirational song, and then we'll be right back.
0: Who's coming? I'm going to war. Who's coming? Who's coming? Who's coming? Who's coming? Yeah. yeah. like a storm speaking this word. Shelf as a two-edged sword, you know. Hello, and we're back. That was
3: a great, phenomenal song called Never Back Down by none other than one of our dynamic guests tonight, E-Real, uh, a young, ferocious, phenomenal, dynamic, uh, just man of God. That's that's the best word I can use to describe him. He's a man of God. He's he's a man after God's own heart. And tonight we're going to um, bring E-Real to the show. But before we bring him on, I want to say this. we're We're going around... The world looking for dynamic guests to bring on the show, and we're finding people who, who have a heart to see you prosper, to see you blessed, and see you you know realizing your dreams and, and understanding dream manifestation. I want you to to just not come to the show just to listen. I want you to come to the show, and I want you to to hear the hearts of people. I want you to feel what people are saying. I want you to feel. You know they're, they're passionate because these people are, are real-life people that are doing the very things in some instances that you want to do, and I want you to fully grasp what they have to say. I want you to fully grasp what it is that makes them passionate about what they do. I want you to fully engage in, 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 in using your mind to hear, open up, your, open up your heart to hear and receive what these guests are going to have to say because they're dynamic guests, and they come, they're coming here to light you on fire so that you can realize the life of your dreams. Because the nightmare, people, is over. The nightmare is over. Listen to me very carefully. The nightmare is over. So without further ado, I want to introduce our guest. He's um, just a, a dynamic young man, like I said. He's um, a minister, a recording artist. He's um, he's a man of God. And on top of that, he's a young man of God. He's, 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 he's only 22. And at a young age... Growing up in a Christian family, of the three brothers and four sisters, he gave him his life to God so that God could use him at age three. But, you know, sometimes in life, things happen. As a young man at around age 13, he chose another path. He kind of went off the path. But here, we talk about redemption earlier. He's been redeemed, and now God is using him mightily to empower people, to give the kingdom uh, uh you know, glory, to give God's kingdom glory. And I'm honored, without a shadow of a doubt, to bring to the show none other than E-Real. Are you there, sir?
2: Hey, how's it going, man?
3: Everything is great. I'm, it's an honor to have you on the show tonight.
2: Oh man, it's an honor to be here with everyone. Everyone tuning in. Thank you for the invitation.
3: Oh, you're so welcome, man. I, I'm I'm like I said, I'm very impressed by what you're doing for to be such a young man whose heart is, is turned towards God. I couldn't help but, you know, share that passion with my audience.
2: Oh yeah, man. It's all the glory goes to God, man. I mean I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now if it wasn't for God because if it wasn't for his love and his compassion then I would be dead. And I I know I'd be dead or I'd be in jail or I'd be somewhere that I don't belong in. So if it wasn't for God drawing me out of darkness into his light, you know, I'd be lost or dead and uh, in an eternal place that God has not called me to be at. So, you know, once again, all the glory goes to God that I'm here, man, still alive, 21. (laughs) Just turned 21. And, uh, you know... It just I never thought at, uh, at a young age that I would see my life being gone. But now that I'm 21, I realize, wow, God, how did I survive to be 21? Wow. You know, in the life that I was living, in the sin that I was bound to, in the bondages that I allowed myself to be connected with, you know. And, and that's how the enemy works, you know. One day you're, you're full and smiling. The next day you're hungry and crying. You wow. know, one day life's good. And then the next day you have nowhere to go. You know, that's what happens when you open the door to the enemy. You Mm -hmm. know, the enemy is not on our side since everyone has listening. The enemy is not on your side. We get this world has made a standard to believe that the sinful things is what satisfies. But according to the word of God, the sin is only pleasurable for a season. And then it comes to an end. And that season could be two months for you. That season could be ten years for you. But it will come to an end. And the question is, where will you be when it comes to an end? Where will your life, how would you live your life up to that point when it comes to that end? What's next when it comes to that end? And what are the repercussions? Because according to the Word of God, you reap what you sow. So I'm here, man. I'm alive, and I'm thankful.
3: (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And like I said, I love the fact that you're a young man, and you're passionate about what you believe. And I see that it actually pours into your music, so how... What is the inspiration for the oh, music that produce?
2: I love it, man. The inspiration. The inspiration is 100%, man, by the Holy Spirit, okay. um, by God. Um, you know, it's funny. Each time I write each song, I said, you know what, God, I don't want to come into this music because I used to do secular music. And I said, God, you know, I'm not coming into this music unless I can write something that will reach people, not just church people. That's right. the world, God, the ones that you've called us to. And so, man, when I write every song, man, it's through the Spirit of God, revelation straight from the throne of what his heart is truly saying, whether it's to bring correction to the body or to uplift or to bring truth to those who are lost and hopeless. And the other inspiration uh, is the people, man. I-, I can't forget the people, you know, where I've been and where I've come from. And, uh, you know, I'm inspired by lost souls, man. I'm inspired by people that are living in poverty, man. I'm inspired by those that have uh, been raped and abused, and, and I'm inspired by those the dope boys and the, the drug addicts, the alcoholics, the sex addicts, all those who are lost. That's what inspires me because I love them, man, because I know what it, what it feels like right. to be in those situations, just hoping that somebody can reach out who's real and not going to judge who's wanting to really show me who God is and not who they are, trying to make me a member of the church,
0: wow. but
2: to show me who God really is. Wow. And the Bible says that the world is, is moaning and groaning for the manifestations of the sons of God. He says the the the, the harvest is ready, but the laborers are few. Wow. And God is saying, who's going to go out and reach? And I said, God, here I am, send me. You know, I'm nothing but a wretch and I'm glad I'm nothing but a wretch. But through the redeeming blood but through but through the salvation, because of his him going to the cross with no fear, because he threw himself up there for my sins, I can say now I'm no longer just a wretch, but I am cleansed and covered in his righteousness. Able to walk with my head high and able to give something that I possess See, we need to realize that we possess what the world is crying for. We need to realize as the sons and daughters of God that we carry something greater than anything in this world. For according to the word it says, greater is he that is in me, than he that is in the world. So therefore there is nothing in this earth that is more valuable than what we carry inside. Mm -hmm. We carry the manifestation of God, the one who walked on this earth stood before kings and stood before nations, declaring the word of his father, saying to, to repent, not only repent, but saying that God is a God of love and mercy, compassion. And he says if you just come to him and ask him into your heart, then you'll be saved. This is the God that no longer is just somewhere in the sky. But if you have asked him to come in through the Holy Spirit, he now dwells in, and you are more than able To not only persuade, but to touch thousands and millions of people's hearts if you just surrender and say yes to the call of God. Because of God before you, who can be against you? Because when the enemy comes in like a flood, he shall set a standard. Whom shall we fear if we serve the King of kings and the Lord of lords? And God is calling out to some people today, even now in this moment. Who's going to rise up and no longer be afraid of of men, but be in fear of the Lord, for the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. And God has calling some people out. He's calling them off of the pews. He's calling them off out of the four walls. We've gotten to a place where we believe that church is the building. Have we forgotten that we are the church? It's not the building. The building is a place where we come together to give praise to God, to be filled up in order to go back out. We're missing the point. A church is almost like the well, a place we go to get filled and then go back out and give the water that God spoke of that you will never thirst again. And God is wanting us to be the buckets and to go deep into his well and to pull out of him the living water and to go spread it amongst the nations to spread it amongst your county, to spread it amongst your city, to spread it amongst your school, your college dorm rooms. It don't matter the gas stations, your hood, your ghetto, your block. It don't matter where. You just give. God says, if you lift my name up, then I'll draw all men unto myself. It's not your works that does it. It's the name of Jesus and the Holy Spirit that draws all men unto himself, not us. And we've got to realize that God loves us so much. And through our redemption, like you spoke of, through us giving our lives to God, there is a mighty reward. And God is just wanting and ready to pour out his spirit. He says that in these last days he'll pour out his spirit upon all flesh. And this is truly the hour of visitation, the hour of reconciliation. But not only that, the hour where God is calling forth the sinners to let go of their sin, not the sinners in the world. The sinners in the church, he says that he brings correction first to the house of God. And we must clean the church. We must clean ourselves. Turn from our abominations and our sins. Because God is coming and he's warned us for so long. But his judgment and his wrath will come swiftly and quickly to the house of God. And you want to be ready. You want to be clean. You want to stand spotless before the Lord when he comes. You want to be ready to go to say, God. I'm following you, with or without friends,
4: with or without
2: family, with or without fame, with or without recognition. I'm going to follow you, God, because I know who you are, and I don't forget where you brought me from. And let me tell you, God will bless you extremely more and abundantly than you can imagine. Not just you, but your family, too. Amen? Amen.
3: I, I was gonna ask you <laughs>
2: to you have to slow me down because I'm when <laughs> I go, I can't help you. I, I feel the
3: fire, and I'm, I, 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 I let you go because you know what? Somebody has to hear that. Somebody has to hear that passion. That's why. That's why we have you here because somebody has to feel that in your passion. That Amen. whatever it is they need is possible too. Amen. And it's it's, it's possible. It's possible. Your your whatever it is you need God to do for you is possible. Yeah, he will. <laughs> and you just have to believe. It goes back to, at the beginning, you know, a person who believes a certain thing has a certain expectation according to what he believes. Yes. And and and, and so that means that possibilities are open when you believe.
2: Yes, they are, man. Uh, there, there, there's no limits, man, uh, to God. You know, God gave me a word a long time ago, and I was just walking around, and he started speaking to me. He said, Emmanuel, if you don't limit me. There's no limitations to what I can do in you and through you. Wow. How did
3: you say that again? How did
2: you say that again? I'm saying this to you, everybody. If you do not limit me, then there's no limitations to what I can do in you and through you. God is saying to you today, everybody who's tuning in, listen, my daughter, listen, my sons. Even though the world may seem like there is all in front of you. Even though your walls seem to be caving in. And even though your dreams and your hopes seem out of reach. Know that I am a God. A God that can cause the waves to be silent and still. A God that can cause the storms to be silenced. A God that can make uh, the waters depart for you to cross into the other side. I'm a God that where things are impossible can now be possible. I'm a God that can bring restoration to the broken. I'm a God that can restore everything that's been stolen. I'm a God that cares and loves, longs to redeem and to be in your presence, longs to comfort you in hearts and pain. A God that loves to be with you and to watch you. This is a God that loves to be intimate and desires to to be with you all throughout your day. A God that wants to guide you. A God that wants to lead you into all spirit and into truth. A God that wants to show you that there is a purpose for your life. Even though there's been people out there that's been hurt. Maybe there's people that have been raped. Maybe there's people that's addicted to cocaine right now or or crack or, or marijuana, cigarettes, alcohol. It doesn't matter what your circumstances are. God says that he still loves you. Maybe you know God and you've pulled away. Maybe you've gotten distracted. Maybe you've fallen into that sin and you just feel like you don't know how to come back to God. But God is saying, don't you know that when you ask me to come into your heart, that I said that from that day, that nothing can separate you from my love and nothing can pluck you out of the hand of God. And God is saying, if you just come back unto me, if you just call out to my name, if you just say, Jesus, here I am, then God says, this is all I need. All I need is for you to lift your hands and allow me to pour my spirit upon you. For I give the peace that surpasses all understanding, the joy of your strength, I am the God that will give you direction, your compass, your guide, your way maker. And God is doing right now. He's saying to the people out there right now, though your ways seem crooked, though they don't seem straight, God says he's going to turn all your crooked paths to straight. He's going to close doors to open new doors. For this is a new day, a day of new beginnings, a day to dream and to hope again, a day to have peace and joy again. For these are the days the world will grow dark, but the days my people will shine. The days the world will moan and groan with sorrows, but the day my children will rejoice with leaping and laughter. This is the hour that I pour my spirit and show all the world that I am a God that's just. And who, who will destroy my children of God? Nobody will destroy my children. This is the hour God is saying, I'm going to take defense for my children. I'm going to raise the standard up. I'm going to lift my children on top of the hill and let them be a city on a hill that can't be hidden. This is the hour that God is calling you to be that. He's calling you to take your candle from underneath the bed and to put it up to shine so the world could see who he truly is through you. Emmanuel, a- Emmanuel,
3: Emmanuel mm-hmm. I, got to, I got to stop you because we're, okay, we're, we're running running slow on time, but I want to bring you back on the show. And later day, I'm gonna give you a whole hour. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you do what you do.
2: Amen, man. I'm give you a whole Amen. Hour. I appreciate it, man. Uh,
3: but but before but, but gotta move on to the next segment. But before we go, I want you to let the people know where they can find you and how they can get a hold to your your new music.
2: Okay. Yeah. Great, man. Um, to everybody out there who wants any, uh, just hang it out. Just want to check it out some music or have me come down or anything. Um, you can reach me at step out ffm at yahoo.com, or e underscore, a-k-a underscore real, r-e-a-l, at yahoo.com, and then the MySpace, .myspace www.myspace.com backslash e-a-k-a real. And uh, the last hotline number, if you would like to contact us, is 229-403-5739. 229-227-0195 Two two nine two two seven zero one nine five. I appreciate it man It's been a blessing man it's
3: an Absolute honor And like I said we I'm I'm honored to have you on here And like I, like I said again We're going to bring you back I'm going to give you a whole hour And let you just minister to people
2: hey, Amen man I thank you for all your questions And everybody tuning in man It's a blessing Thank you
3: Not a problem sir
2: Alright man Will y'all be blessed You too Thank you
3: Well people we, we're Definitely definitely empowered by what Emmanuel uh, Sargent, uh, a.k.a. E-Real, just uh, delivered here with us. And um, I want to continue to move forward into the show. We have another dynamic guest who's waiting in the wings, and I know he's chomping at the bit ready to go because I, I kept talking about possibilities. And I was talking about possibilities on purpose to fire him up because I know he's, he, he, he's got something good for you. And I talked about expectation and possibility for, for a specific reason. People – we have another another dynamic guest on the show who's coming in. He's known as the Possibilitarian. And without shadow of a doubt, without further ado, I want to bring to the show none other than uh, my friend, my colleague, and somebody that I'm, I'm inspired by, Mr. Chris Gloss. Chris, are you there?
1: Hey, what's up Doctor Miles? How you doing, my brother? Everything
3: is phenomenal, sir. Everything's phenomenal. <laughs> well
1: good, 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 man. Glad to be here on your phenomenal show. You're doing great things. You're doing big things. Man, it's a beautiful thing to partner with you.
3: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Likewise. I, I'm I've always uh, admired you since I since I met you. I think we met um in in two thousand five. It was at a Les Brown event. And wow, since that day I, guess... I was like, Man, I gotta I gotta work with Chris Laws <laughs>
1: Man, time is sure flown by. Wow, yes, that's sir. amazing.
3: Yes, sir. I remember it like it was yesterday.
1: <laughs> man, and what the things that you're doing, the things that you're involved with, and, and impacting this world, man, with your radio show, the followers that you have, I mean, it's amazing, man. And your message is is uh, in season for everybody that's listening, man. This is what people need to get breakthrough in their life and to get energized to live the best life possible.
3: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um i had, I got to go right right at it because something was, was irritating me earlier today, and it was about people and their expectancies. People are, sometimes will give and give and give and give and give without expecting something back. And I know that sometimes we've been taught this in the past, but I'm starting to see a, a complete difference. I, I know that if, and you tell me if I'm wrong, if you put a dollar bill in an empty vending machine and there's nothing in the vending machine, as we say, it's empty what do you expect to get back? Not my dollar. <laughs> right. And especially if the, if the vending machine is shady, it's, it's not giving you the dollar back. Right. So how is it that you think people can can give of themselves and not expect to see a harvest come back?
1: Yeah, um, I, I don't have a clue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't sign up for that course.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> my, my whole
3: goal, my whole thing is that you know, you being a possibilitarian, how, how do you tell people to – how do you how do you coach people yourself about staying open for the possibilities that this universe has for them?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not even optional. I mean, when you look at life and see how things are going, it's not optional, right? And it's kind of um, – one of the things in life, it's not just what you listen to, it's who you listen to right. in life, right? And you you, you got to check – What are you allowing to come in? Because if you're giving and there's no expectation there, I mean, it's kind of crazy. But then again, what most people call faith is not faith at all. It's misplaced expectation on the wrong information, right? Because I don't know where you get this this information from that you should not expect, right? I mean, everything that I read, especially in Scripture and everything else I read, it's okay to expect. Right, Because you give and it's naturally going to receive. But get your expectation up. Why? Because it energizes every cell, every fiber in your being. The expectation that whatever's going on in my life, that it will not remain the same. The expectation is that the light at the end of the tunnel is not a train heading towards me, but it's an open door to a brighter reality. It's okay to expect. Matter of fact, you've got to expect. Expectation is critical. It's critical. It's critical.
3: Wow. Wow, so many people, like I said, they missed that point. I, I, even the people that I coach, I know you probably come across many people who, if they could just change the way they think, they could. the, the, the whole quality of life would just change. What is one thing that you would tell somebody right now? One, one thought they can change their mind to, like, like I gave a list of earlier about thoughts of gratitude, thoughts of peace, things like that. What is one thing that you could tell people to, to change their mind towards, if they can think on these certain types of things, that it would, it would definitely impact the quality of, of the life that they have now and what they are expecting?
1: Well, the, the thing that I would tell somebody is to read. Why? Because there's not one thing. That I think anybody could do that's going to change your conditioning process. Because those thoughts, most of the time, the thoughts that we have in our minds, psychologists say we think forty to 50,000 thoughts a day. Wow. Right? So you think, you're thinking, and most of those thoughts are repeat thoughts, and most of those thoughts aren't productive towards uh, you reaching your goal in your future. Right? So you have to reprogram yourself. Why? Because just, when, just think about this for a second, that you are right now where you are in life based on your best thinking. So where you are financially, where you are with your relationships, whatever's going on in your life, this is the result of your best thinking. Now, when I say best thinking, Miles, I'm talking about the best day of your life. I'm talking about the peak of your life. Your best day has you where you are. So you're either in prison or you're living in a beautiful beautiful place right now. But the good thing is if you look around your life and you don't like what's going on, you can change that, but it's not an event. All right. People need yes, to sir. realize it's not an event. It's not a one time thing. It's not, okay, you're gonna you to hear you to listen to miles show, you're gonna hear one word and your life's automatically gonna change. Here yeah, that's good to that's good to hear. It makes you feel good, but it's a process. See, yes, scripture sir. says scripture talks about renewing your mind, right? Yes, outside sir. of outside of the spiritual world and inside the rest of the world, it's, it's you need to change your thinking. So you got renewing your mind or change your thinking, but it's a process. It took you, no matter how old you are, if you're 35 years old right now, this is the result of 35 years. Right? So now you gotta recondition your mind. You gotta recondition your mind. And it's not just about changing your thinking, it's also about changing the way you feel about what you think. Ooh. That's so a whole a that's process. a whole other ball other ballgame right there. Yeah, it's another ball game, but what most people want to do is go through life casually, and what happens when you go through life casually, you end up a casualty because you want to just listen. You want to go to a motivational seminar. You want to listen to somebody's radio show and get this great inspiration, understanding motivation motivation only lasts for 24 hours. Wow. Then it's gone. Then it's gone. And then you, there you are in your house dealing with depression, Dealing with thoughts of inferiority. Dealing with thoughts I'm not good enough. Why? Because that motivation has left you. And the people have got your money and they're gone. And you're faced with yourself dealing with these with the stinking thinking you had for thirty-five long years thinking it's a magic trick. No, you have to incorporate in your life what I like to call the DRP. The DRP stands for Daily Regiment Program. It's focused on three primary things, but there are five things. We can't get into it today, but let me share just the three things with you. You must, everybody, you must. I know people who are probably listening to this radio show, Driving, don't write it down. Just get the download. If you're at home somewhere and you can write this down, write it down. And this is scripturally based. And also you can check this out in most of the motivational books out there. You must protect your heart. There are three entrances to your heart. Realize if any seed get into your heart, it will grow. It will produce. Your heart, your heart is not um, sorting out which seeds. You decide the seed in your heart. So you've got to protect the three main gates. Three main gates is your eye gate. Ear gate, mouth gate. Watch what you see. Never put anything before your eyes you don't want in your life. Watch what you listen to, not just what you listen to, but who you listen to on a daily basis. Why? Because seeds are coming in, going into your heart, and you're going to manifest whatever it is you allow in. So if you like listening to the top ten songs on the radio, and it's talking about divorce, it's talking about cheating, it's talking about uh, drinking and smoking and doing all you can do to destroy your daggone life, guess what? You will manifest that in your life. The last one is what you say. What you say. Psychologists say the two most powerful times of the day is the first 15 minutes when you wake up and the last 15 minutes before you go to bed. Why? That's your prime opportunity to recondition your thinking. Most of America go to bed looking at TV or reading some nonsense books. So guess what they have? Exactly what they're watching, exactly what they're reading, and fail to to really uh, face, to get on the battlefield of life and begin this process of reconditioning your mind. That's why it's important for people to connect with people like you, Miles. That's why they need to go in your archives, Miles, why they need to protect their thinking. You can't allow the radio station to determine what's in your life. Go on there, download it, put it on your iPod, take your life to the next level by allowing right things coming into your ear gate. Wow. Wow. And that goes
3: back to what we were saying earlier with the divine intervention that what a man thinks in his heart, so is he. These things that people are allowing themselves to be connected to, what the things they're seeing, the things they're hearing, and even the things they're saying—they're really dictating the course of life. So that's what you're telling me, right? Absolutely, wow.
1: absolutely. As a man thinketh, right? So what? How do you see? Well, most people just like to quote, "As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he." Yeah, 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 yeah. Amen. Yeah, we get that, but it's much deeper. It's much deeper because you're talking about the reconditioning process of your mind, how it really works. You have to go beyond just one scripture. You need to read the rest of what it's talking about. But at, but when you talk about um, thinking, what frames your thinking? Words. Yes, sir. Words. The yes, things sir. you're listening to is producing these thoughts in your mind. So you do have a responsibility in this. It's not just, oh, I'm going to think positive thoughts. Well, positive thoughts – you know, only thing positive thoughts are good for is that it's better than having a negative thought. It's <laughs> still got work to do. I could be positive all day long, but if I don't get up and move and get my grind going, guess what? I'll be a positive thinking person with no place to live, no one loving me, and, and just a miserable daggone life, but I'll be positive. No, you still got it still requires action, it still requires work and it still requires you having some good associations with people in your life.
3: Wow, that sounds like somebody uh with false hope, just sitting there expecting something great to happen without putting something out to, to, you know, in order, I always often hear that in order for a ship to come out, come in, you got to send one out.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> so many people hey. are sitting at home just, you know, they got the light on, but they haven't sent anything out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, Miles, you know, some people sitting at home saying, I don't have a ship. Well, go get one. Wow. Go get one. Go get your ship and bring it in. Now, I said ship, S-H-I-P. Go get your <laughs> ship and bring it in. Don't be sitting there waiting at the dock, waiting on something to come in. No, go get it. Get in a rowboat if you must, right? This is the year for great breakthrough. What are you going to do? Yes, sit sir. on the sidelines and just talk about it? No, you got to be about it. You got to get on your grind. Yes, sir. You got to get yes, on sir. the grind and get some things happening.
3: Yes, sir. This, this Breakthrough. I, I, I like that word. I like that word breakthrough. A lot of people that we, we service, as coaches, as motivational speakers, this is what they need to hear. They need to know that their time is now. Breakthrough is upon us, people. Listen to what Chris just said. Breakthrough is upon us. Whatever it is that you want to do, focus on that thing. Stop worrying about what you don't have. Stop worrying about what's not right. Stop worrying about everything else. Put your, as Chris said earlier in the show, let go of the stinking thinking. People, it's time for breakthrough. It's time for a great dream manifestation. And you've been challenged today. Either you can, can listen, you can speak, or you can, can be around things that, that tear you down, or you can, you can be around things that build you up. Tonight you heard the possibilitarian telling you to connect yourself to things that are going to empower you. Now what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it now? Chris, I, I, look, man, you go, I, I, this, is, this, is, I, this interview is for you. I don't want to, because I feel myself getting hot, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to let you continue to do what you're doing. I'm going to continue to you know, give, give you your the platform here. Tell people more about the things they say, because I'm, I'm, a, I'm big on it. Like, the, you know, the power of life and death is in the tongue. Tell, t- tell people more about how they can control and
1: meter what's coming out of their mouth. All right. Well, you know, you've got to control what's coming out of your mouth because words create and frame your world. Simple. The words you say will frame your world. Most people think now, well, you know, you can't be too strict about words. I mean, surely words can't mean everything. I mean, why do I have to get up every morning and say an affirmation? You know, well, take a three-year-old child. Let him stand next to you. And I want you to get right up in his face. I'm talking about nose-to-nose, Miles. Yes. let us get nose-to-nose with that child and say, you a bum. You're a loser, you're a little good-for-nothing thing, you ugly dog. You're not worth nothing. You're just like your no-good daddy, right <laughs> What if you did that What if you did that to that child? Now, now everybody, if we had a room full of people, they would stand up and say, "You can't say that to that child, you're going to make them turn into something. Wow, really. Do yep. so you mean to tell me words is that important that it, if it gets into your heart and into your mind, it will produce whether good words or bad words? So why, when did we become so evolved in this process, especially in the reconditioning of our mind, we arrive at this destination where words no longer matter, like sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me? Use a lie. Words yes, will sir. destroy you. Words will destroy you. And let me just say this too quick. Miles, because I know your show, uh, we, we have a lot of Christians on. We have a lot of spiritual minded people on the call. This is something I personally believe. It's not just enough to pray. I heard my mentor say this some people don't need to pray because they are, in, they are involved in low risk living, praying for a parking seat wow. while, somebody, while somebody has cancer.
4: You wow. See,
1: and, and even in scripture, you look at Paul. I mean, Paul got out of jail. There were some women praying for him to get out of jail. So he shows up knocking on the door. And the girl comes, comes at the door, he says, oh, it's Paul. So she goes back and says, hey, Paul's at the door. They say, shut up, girl, keep praying. Right? You're praying when you need to take action. This is the year to take action. This is the time where, where it's quit talking about it, but go out and execute. Because you, if you don't protect your thoughts, if you don't condition yourself, somebody's going to condition you, and you must realize that what people achieve and earn in life is directly related to the story they have believed about themselves. So wow. what you achieve in life, what you earn in life, is directly related to the story that you tell yourself. Psychologists do a great job explaining this, right? It, it, it deals with this thing called learned helplessness in your self-explanatory style. And this is, it's, how you, it's what you ex, how you explain negative events in your life determine what happens after that point. So sometimes after you finish praying, after you finish meditating, after you finish making your your confessions and affirmations you got work to do yes sir you got work to do and it's on you like michael jackson said it's the man in the mirror that you need to work on <laughs>
0: <laughs> and
3: that's the person that we often like many people often forget that everything that that we're selling and we're saying look we are telling people dynamic things to do. I'm telling people don't ever give up, don't ever quit on your dreams. You're telling people about the 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 gift of possibilities. How how you know, open up their minds to to what's possible in the universe can be a blessing.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: None of this stuff will work until you apply it. The, Absolutely. The, the laws of success don't work until you apply them. You, you know, success does not come before work. And the only time it does come before work is in a dictionary. Mm-hmm. So, Chris Tell the audience, give the audience uh, some encouragement. There's people right now that listen to this show, and they're sitting on the couch, and that's all they were going to ever gonna do anyway is just going to sit on the couch. But inside of them is, is some dynamic stuff that, that if they don't get it to the earth, if they, don't, if they don't go ahead and birth this greatness out, that the world misses out on some dynamic stuff. What do you say? How do you motivate? How do you encourage them to get up off that couch and, just, and, and bring it and, and do it?
1: Yeah, well, you know, um, sometimes that's a difficult question. And the reason why, it's like I was on an interview and someone kept asking me, how do I convince somebody? Well, I don't. That's not part of my mission. It's not my path to try to convince somebody because a person convinced against their will keeps the same opinion still. But those people that are sick and tired, you just got to get to a point where you're sick and tired of doggone it, being sick and tired of dealing with all the crap in your life, and you stand up, you put all your tension and all your energy into your right hand, and you slam that hand on a table and say, this stops now. Yes, sir. This stops now. This is not part of my promise. This is not part of my inheritance, and you need to make a decision to quit tolerating all the crap. Because what you tolerate will expand and enlarge in your life. When you get wow. sick and tired of it and you're ready to move forward, change is at hand. But you've got to make that decision. You've got to get up off that couch yourself. I'm not coming to your house and push away the Doritos and <laughs> ice cream. No, you sit there until you get sick and tired of being sick and tired of, of uh, being in that circumstance and situation because your victory is at hand.
4: Your deliverance is at hand. The way out
1: is before you, but you got to get up. Because if I pull you up, when I go on with my life, you're going to sit back down. And that's the challenge in life. Most people don't show up. They don't show up for their life. They don't show up for their dreams.
3: Wow. Wow. And and, and, you know what's crazy about that? What's so so crazy about that is that many people are going to miss it. They're going to miss the opportunity of a lifetime because they're just – they're stuck on that couch in their mind. No matter what we say or do, they're stuck on that couch.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Now, this now yeah. uh, we're not even worried about those people anymore because, like I said, somebody's gonna miss it. We not We're not worried about them. We pray for them, Pr- prayerfully they can get it one day. But we're not. Gonna, we're not gonna focus on what about the person who's in in that in the in the grind, on the grind right now, and they just need they just need encouragement. That the dream can can come to life, that it can manifest, that it is possible. What do you say right. to that person?
1: Good. Now to that person, that person that made the decision to get moving to take forward motion and forward progress in their life, here's what I want to share with them. It's the law of recognition. Write this down. It's the law of recognition. Now, I'm gonna tell you what the law of recognition is. You need to meditate on this. You need to think about this. The law of medita- the law of, <laughs> law of meditation, the law of recognition <laughs> The law of recognition states this. Everything you need is already in your life, merely awaiting your recognition
3: of it. I need to repeat merely, that. I need to repeat that. I need, I, people need to, need to hear that again.
1: Everything you need, everything you need in your life, everything you need in your life is already there, merely awaiting your recognition of it. Yes, so sir. you already have it.
4: You already have It's not you waiting
1: for something to come in. You waiting for it to drop out the sky. No, doggone it, it's already there. <laughs> the, pro- the problem is this, Miles, and this is going to hurt some people, so prepare yourself. It's going to hurt some people. Why? Because what, what's going on with that law of recognition when, when you don't pay attention to it? Write this down. Anything uncelebrated in your life will leave you. So anything or anybody in your life you choose not to celebrate, you choose not to recognize, you choose not to to nurture will eventually leave your life. That's why you meet good people that nourish you, that walk away, why their life wasn't celebrated. You did not recognize your solution was right in front of you all the time, all the time. And it's because a lot of times it's ego, and ego stands for edging God out, right? Because our ego get in the way, we don't want to ask for help. And asking for help is a sign of strength, Miles. Yes, sir. Usually, like a lot of things in my life and business, I try to do on my own. But once I surrender and begin to ask for help, things happen. Yes, sir. Things happen, Miles. So we got to get out of this thinking, this long-ranger mentality. There's never been a person on this planet who has ever done it by themselves. And then some Einstein cat come up and say, well, Jesus did it on his own. Well, I don't know what book you was reading. He had 12, and plus he had three. So he didn't have to do it on his own. He probably could have, but he recognized that, you know what, it's better to work with the team. Yes. Right? So you need a team. Well, Long Ranger did it. No, he had Tonto. Well, Tiger Woods did it. No, he had a coach. Michael Jordan had a team, had a team. So you don't have to do it alone. Just get up off the couch and recognize. I'll get the law of recognition operation in your life. It's already there. Already there. I that I'm i part, part of this awesome, awesome mastermind group called S4 that you're a member of. Yes, and there's, sir. This awesome, there's this awesome brother that's a part of it, um, Rael. Uh, he's a relationship coach, right? Just to have an association with people, it enlarges your mind. Yes. You talk to somebody like like Rael, you've got to raise the game. You've got to raise the bar in your life. He, he challenges, challenges you to raise your communication skills and challenges you to think bigger. Now, he doesn't have to point his finger at you and tell you to do it. It's just listening to him, having right people in your life, begins the process of right things happening because you could put your money on this or put it in your pipe and smoke it. When wrong people leave your life, wrong things stop happening. Wow. So surround yourself with positive people. Like like um, people like, I got, I got great people around me, right? And like uh, um, one of the things you got to do, if you're the smartest one in your group, you need a new group. Get yeah. some people that's smarter than you so you can accomplish great things. Yes, sir. Uh, Chris, I,
3: I got a caller on, in queue that wants to ask you a question. It, it, are, you, are you open to take a question?
4: Call me now. Yes,
1: yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> caller, are that- you here?
4: Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Miles and Chris, this is Miss Kiki, and I just want to say to you. My skin is on fire right now. I was supposed to be on a plane on my way to Miami for the Pro Bowl, and um, absent-minded professor over here forgot to renew her driver's license on her birthday, so I couldn't get on my plane. So with that being said, I came home, set my alarm so I could listen to this show. And I'm telling you, there was a reason why I couldn't catch that plane, because I was supposed to catch fire here on the show something. That's all I hear Chris saying in the back of my head when he's like, get up off the couch. Do something. Do something. Do something. And I love you, Chris, for saying when the right people are in your life, wrong things will stop happening. Amen. That's all I have to say. But I got the chat room open, Miles, and I just want to let you know, uh, you had Rael in there for a second. I think he lost his connection. But Tina said... um, Uh, to something that you said, Chris, how we speak about our past is so important. We are more than conquerors. So uh, I'm just letting you know that your chat room is open and people are listening. They are on fire. So if you want to hear what's going on in your chat room, just I'll mute my phone and you just call my name. Okay. All right. (laughs) That is good
1: hearing Kiki's voice. Yes, sir. That's a winner and a champion right there. Again,
3: uh, surrounding yourself with people who are dynamic it does something to you. It makes the, the level of, of what you do, you know, you have to step up to another level. People that play with Michael Jordan had to step up to another level. And the people that weren't willing to step up to another level couldn't stay on the team.
1: That's right. And That's I think right. that, don't, they don't need
3: you. Right. It, what, what can you do if you're not willing to step up? To, we, we're, we're, on a, we're thinking excellence. To go back to the present to wisdom from earlier, we, have, we're, we're, we are accepting the thoughts of excellence. We are espousing to excellence. We have internalized excellence. And if you can't internalize excellence, you can't be with us. You can't roll with us. And that's why I, I enjoy, you know, interacting and talking to you and, and being connected to you because you caused me to step up and be excellent. People like JL, people like Rael, people like Kiki and Tanoa you, and Dr. Sims, people that that, that, that that they pull it out of you. If you're going to be around me, you've got to give me your best and vice versa because now it's, it's the expectation that we're expecting things like this
1: from each other. Now listen to this though, Miles, because I know you're you're the author and the architect of of the championship mindset. Now there's a lot of things that we've been lied to about in life. Yes. Like you know one of the little quotes. I mean, I came across a quote that I love so much because it really speaks to how how a lot of champions really think and believe about taking their craft to the next level. A lot of times when you hear this word team, T E A M. For most people, they'll, they'll, they'll tell you something like, well, there's no I in team, right, to kind of, you know, to, I don't know how you really believe, but Michael Jordan isn't the real, he wasn't the real leader of that team. No, he was the leader. He needed a team, yes, but he took his craft to another level. Yeah. So, you know, just like with the groups and circles we're a part of, yeah, I mean, that's fine to work with your team, but it doesn't mean you don't raise the bar on yourself. It doesn't mean that you stay where you are right. in the land of comfortable. Right. right? <laughs> here's, here's, here's something Michael Jordan said. He said, there is no I in team, but there is an I in when. Yes. There is an I in when, right? Yes. So yes. it's not to say that you know, that you need to go off and do things by yourself. No, you work with the team, but the team will follow the leader. The team will follow the pace of the leader and raise the game. So there's a lot of leaders sitting sitting right now listening to this call, and I want to challenge you to raise the bar. People don't rise to low expectations. No, raise the bar and raise it high. Give something people to reach for. It's just like if you believe you have a dream, you believe you have a vision for your life, and you can see yourself doing it, that's a bad vision and a bad dream, and it didn't come from above. How do you know this, Chris? How can you say something like that? Because the only thing God will give you, it's huge. It's like if you were a size 6, he's going to give you a size 13. Well, why would he do that? Because I can't fit a 13. He wants to make sure there's room for him. Wow, well, that you'll need him to make it happen. And that's the problem. Most of the people, their goals and dreams are too small because they can do it. No, enlarge the vision, enlarge the dream. Why? Because God's saying, I want to get in there with you. I want to fight it out. And if you let me come in, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. If you let me come in, I'll fight the battle. And all you got to do is walk that bag on thing out.
0: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>
1: I'm walking to the door now. i got to go get my
3: uh, wallet so I can give you the offering. <laughs> hey, I'll send you a PayPal link. This is 2010.
1: I'll send you a PayPal link. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: he invoiced me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, you this is 2010. We ain't got to waste no checks. Wow. is PayPal right now.
3: <laughs> Look, Chris, there's a lot of people out here. And I, I, I did extend the show, so if you have to go, I understand, but I, I want to give people an opp- once you give you an opportunity to just to do what you do best, and, and I, I know um, there's a lot of things that that are inside you and it's just bubbling up inside you, and I, I feel it. I don't I, I mean, if, is there anything on your heart that you just want to share with the people, uh, you know, just from your heart, just as a matter of encouragement, motivation, Is there anything that you want to just share with the people right now?
1: The other thing i like to share is for people to continue to work on themselves, that this is a journey, right? Like some people are, Chris, how do you stay motivated all the time? I work on it. And am I motivated all the time? Probably not. Probably only 98% of the time because the other 2% I'm asleep, right? (laughs) It's a decision. It's a choice. And I'm telling you, protecting your mind, I mean, the battlefield of life is fought in the six-inch arena of your mind, your mind. That's that's real estate. That's the most expensive real estate walking on this planet is your mind. That's why the average person is, is inundated with advertising. That's why when the Super Bowl comes on, they're willing to spend hundreds of millions of dollars for a 30-second spot. Why? Because your mind is the most expensive real estate on this planet. And we don't protect it like we should. Wow! So protect your mind, your eye gate, by monitoring your eye gate, ear gate, and mouth gate. Now listen to this. Uh, Einstein, one of the greatest thinkers that probably ever walked the face of this earth according to most people, right? Einstein even said this. This thinking that I have has created some problems in my life that this thinking can't solve. Wow. You see, if you don't protect your mind, your mind will take you into a place that you can't, you can't see your way out of. Wow. I offer this book called When Things Go Wrong, Don't Go with them. Keys to staying focused and distraction-free. Why? Because in life, you'll get hit by the blind side majority of the time. You, Most of us are only one phone call away from a disastrous situation going down in our life. Yes. So life is going to hit us from the blind side. And what I'm challenging people to do is to renew your mind to recondition your mind. Why? Because life happens to all of us. Life happens to all of us. You cannot get out of life alive. So you're going to deal with some things in life. So now is the time you begin to recondition and process by working on your mind, protecting your eye gate, your ear gate, and your mouth gate, protecting who you hang around and also exercising. Because if your best thinking is is, – It's about to be um, demolished by allowing wrong things to come in. So if there's anything that I charge people to do is to surround yourself with some quality people, protect your your eye gate by reading uh, materials and reading books and reading things that nourish your dream, that nourish your vision, listening to things that excite you, that get you fired up about life, and saying things always speak life Always speak abundance. Always speak to, for the best things that happen in your life. Now here's a let me just sh- share a quick affirmation. Go ahead, go ahead. That I like to say every morning. And this thing fires me up, doggone it. Like my good friend JL says, and I've been talking I've been stealing JL's quote all week long. Actually, <laughs> I'm not gonna say JL stuff. It's gonna be mine, so right. <laughs> <laughs> I hope JL's not listening, but JL says, I get so excited I can slap a bear. I always, you, I I I always
3: pre- come behind <laughs> him. I tell him, hey, I got your back and I got the double barrel shotgun just in case that bear gets pipey.
1: <laughs> oh, that bear is going to get pipey, all right. Here, here's the affirmation that I love reading in the morning because it just energizes me. It feeds my spirit. It says, This year will, will not be just another year. It's the absolute richest I've ever imagined with the most possibilities I've ever offered for the coolest people I've ever known to do the greatest things ever done. Wow. Let's found ourselves, yeah, that fires me up, right? So I'm saying things that fire me up because it's necessary to feed that into my mind the first 15 minutes of every day and the last 15 minutes before I go to bed so I can live a victorious life, that battlefield, that battlefield of the mind. That's why scripture tells you to think on these things. Think on these things. Right, So you've got to feed it. For me, the Bible is the greatest motivational book ever been written. Greatest. You cannot find a better source of hope and inspiration on the planet. You've yes. got to read it. You've got to get in it because there's some things in there that will, that will motivate you and inspire you in the toughest of times. It will give you a roadmap to get out of any circumstance and situation. But don't just limit your reading to that. Read it every day if you must. But also collect other books that speak to your vision. Aim and target your reading. Aim and target your listening. Aim and target your words towards what you want to achieve in life so that you can get some outside things because you are where you are because of your best thinking. So that means you need some outside influence to help you. And get some coaches. Like you're a great coach, Ms. Kiki. That's just on the phone. A great coach, and we have relationship coach Rael uh, and, and Tanoa Bond, the audacity expert, who is per, somebody's personally coaching me and helping me uh, raise the bar on audacity, the shameless boldness, to my declare God. that okay. this world belongs to me. This world is my oyster. I can seize and I can have. Right. So these are the type of people. You want to be around because you can't see the picture when you're standing in the frame of life. You need someone to help you navigate the treacherous waters that you may that you may experience. So, hey, <laughs> I go on for days, brother. Let me get the mic back to you. I'm fired up, Miles. I'm letting you burn. I'm
3: letting you – hey, we're letting, lighting people on fire. Like, that's the goal. I, that's, I attended the show for you to light people on fire because people <laughs> need to hear this. People need to know that, guess what, there's some people out in this world right now that are actively participating in their dream. Why not you? Mm. You listen to people tonight that are actively participating in their dreams. Why not you? Why don't you join us? Mm. What, what's holding you up? You, is it that you're too old or you're, you're too black or you're, you're too skinny, you're too short? You can come up with a million excuses, but the truth of the matter is I would have never met Chris Gloss if I didn't step out into my dream. I would have never met Tanoa Bond if I did not step out into my dream. I would have never met Kiki Richardson if I didn't step out into my dream. I would have never met J.L. Godfrey if I didn't step out into my dream. I would have never met Les Brown had I not stepped out into my dream. So the question, again, I'm posing to anybody who can hear my voice right now. You're listening to people who have stepped out into their dreams, and now their dreams are, are manifesting. Why aren't you doing the same thing? And I can tell you right now, there's not a, there's not an adequate excuse that you can come up with that's going to actually make any sense. It's, there's wow. none. There's none. Miles. Yes, Miss Kiki.
4: I just want to say to you, when you're talking about there's not an adequate excuse, I am a member of a sorority, and one of the things that we had to learn over and over, and I'm going to tell you a quick funny story, and I remember this. I was uh, standing in a a drugstore, and I had to carry around my books, and I had this backpack, and I had to carry this, this plant around with me everywhere I went. I'm dressed in all black, no makeup, hair pulled back, right? And I'm standing in the middle of the thing. They make me hold up. My, my arm in the air. I'm standing there like the Statue of Liberty, and I had to repeat, because I had forgotten something they told me, and I had to repeat this phrase over and over again about excuses. Excuses are the tools of the incompetent. They build monuments of nothingness, and those who use them seldom amount to anything more. So I had to say that for about ten minutes, standing there, and humiliated. People are walking past me. <laughs> and laughing, pointing, like, what in the world is wrong with this girl? But that is something that has never left my brain. You can, excuses are not acceptable. You're only going to be as much as that excuse. You will not grow. You will not be any bigger than the excuse you just made.
3: Wow. Wow. Sometimes,
4: <laughs>
3: what else can you say after that? What else can is there to say after that? I mean, We can sit up here making excuses for why we're not who we're supposed to be. We can sit up here and make excuses for why such and such didn't do what they were supposed to do. We can sit up here and make excuses. But there's people out there that are living their dreams. And let me tell you something. A lot of times you don't have to be ultra smart to do what it is you want to do. In fact, in my book, The Power of Conquering Fear, I tell people you have to become ignorant to fear. You have to become ignorant to the things that, that, that tell you that you can't be what it is you've been called to be. You have to become ignorant to it. You have to c- can completely forget about anything that says you can't be what you've been called to be. Anybody who, was, who would come right now and tell you, just go back to what we've been hearing all night from, from the possibilitarian, Chris Gloss. You've got to watch what you say, but also you've got to watch what people are saying to you. If everybody's always getting in your face telling you you're nothing, you, 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 you're no good, you're rotten, you're going to be just like your daddy, you're, you're going to be just like your no good daddy, guess what? They're not there to empower you. They're there to tear you down. They're there to put you in a box so they can always keep you there and prod you whenever they want to feel good about themselves. But we're here tonight to tell you this. Watch what you say to yourself. Watch what you let people say to you because your dreams are important. you got people right now, like I said, you got people right now that are stepping out into their dreams and are walking in their dreams. And you listen to people that have stepped out into their dreams and are walking out in their dreams. And we invite you to come and do, and do the same thing. That's what these shows are about. That's what this labor of love is about. I, I love seeing people against all odds be the person that they were called to be without a shadow of a doubt. Chris, we've got about ten minutes left. I want to give you an opportunity to give some closing thoughts and also let the people know where they can find you.
1: All right, great. Yeah, well, first, let me go ahead and give that information because uh, this show is so fired up. Uh, <laughs> people, can find me, people can find me on www.chrisgloss.com. That's C H R I S G L O S S dot com. And when you get there, sign up for the newsletter. And then just Google Chris Gloss, and you'll find my Facebook, my Twitter. That's also on the website Connect to Me Today i um, launching a website tomorrow, well, not tomorrow, on Monday, Possibilitarian State University, and that's going to help people um, win in life by, by, by conditioning their mind with things that can enrich their life, protecting those things that matter to them in life. You know, So one of the things I want to leave people with, because I recognize, especially as a professional speaker and a coach and a, and a trainer, um, most of the people that I come in contact or when I usually meet people, I realize and recognize that most people suffer from a disease. Most people suffer from the same disease I suffered from for the majority of my life. And I want people to know that there's a cure for this disease. This disease is called possibility blindness. Most people suffer from it because of the relationships that we currently have, because of limited thinking people. You must understand when you accept someone's opinion, you accept their reality. And usually the opinions that we receive from people are people that are used to a low-risk life. They they don't they don't risk anything at all. You know, they they're comfortable where they are. They don't want to do anything out of the box. They're comfortable where they are. So your possibility blindness will remain until you change your associations, change the way you feel about what you think and enlarge your mind but through books and audios. Um and Charlie Tremendous Jones said this most powerful quote. He said, You will be the same person in the next five years except for the books you read audios you listen to, and people you meet. Possibility blindness, there's a cure for it, but you've got to get off the couch and you've got to want it. So I'm asking you to connect with me. Go to ChrisGloss.com right now. Sign up for the newsletter in the right-hand corner and begin this, this, this journey, begin this process on living your best life, on living your best life. Wow. I'm absolutely honored,
3: as always, to to be able to be in your presence. And I I thank you, Chris, for for doing this because, like I said, a lot of people need to hear this. A lot of people need to be empowered by this. A lot of people, I believe tonight that somebody heard you and they decided to get off the couch. I believe that. I believe somebody's going to hear this by by way of the podcast that we're going to email out later, and they're going to decide to get off the couch. Not that you were trying to convince them, but I believe that you were compelling. And, that's, and I, I, for that, I am honored and I'm proud to, to be connected to you.
1: Well, thank you, Mazda. You know, I'm honored for your relationship because, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, uh, that, you know, if it wasn't for you and the relationship with you, I would have never met Noah Bond. Wow. I would have never met Kiki. I would have never met Rael. I would have never met JL. But because you decided one morning to live your dreams, enduring all the hardships, the challenges, and the struggle. Because of your sweat equity you put into life, I've met some phenomenal people that I have in my life and that I'm honored to call friend because of you had the audacity, the shameless boldness to develop a champion mindset in the fourth quarter so that I can meet the most amazing people I know in life. So thank you so much for all the sweat equity and uh, being the message that you bring. Thank you, and I honor our friendship, and God bless you, and God bless the day you were born.
3: Likewise, sir, you are absolute, absolute blessing to us, and I, I thank you. People, I'm just, I'm floored by this. This, These, are, these moments like this don't really, um, they're unforgettable moments. I hope you were really... Taking notes. I told you earlier in the show that when, when, I, when we bring bringing guests on here now, I want you to open up your heart, open up your spirit, open up your mind, and take notes because you're going to get some nuggets that are going to help you shape the course of your, your future. They're going to help you reveal your future to you. I, again, I, I honor and I thank Chris Gloss for taking the time to come out here. Our uh, first guest, uh, E-Real, I thank him for coming out tonight. I want to acknowledge everybody. Uh, Ms. Kiki, if you could call back in, I wanted to, to get a closing thought from you for the um, from what's going on in the chat room. Um, it's just an absolute honor, people, to be here tonight with you. It's an absolute just <laughs> – I'm at a loss of words because you all mean something to me. You all matter to me. You all matter to me. You all matter to me. I can't say it. Let me me say it again. You all matter to me. Your destinies matter to me. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing. See, guess what? When I stepped out into my dream, it also qualified me to meet you. And I'm so thankful and so honored to be able to be here right now. We could be anywhere else in the world right now at this time, but we come together every Saturday because we have something for each other. We have a, a, a we have some some dynamic things planned for you, and I'm going to continue to pour out. I'm going to continue to do some dynamic things for you. Um, just let you guys know to get, again to, re, to reiterate. I want all of the listeners on the West Coast and the LA area. I want you to know I'm coming out there. In March, the second week of March, the 11th and the 12th, I will be in Los Angeles, California. I'm looking forward to meeting you. I'm looking forward to shaking your hand. I'm looking forward to empowering you in person for two days. Please, please be aware that I'm going, we, we're going to be in contact with you. Just know that I'm, I'm looking forward to the opportunity to meet you in person. People, this has been a dynamic week, a dynamic time. I'm honored again to be here with you. And before we go, I want to acknowledge uh, again Mr. Chris Gloss, uh, for his dynamic work tonight for just just pouring out his heart to us I want to thank my assistant uh and, and my my um marketing consultant uh Ms. Tiffany Patton, for putting together uh a dynamic show for me tonight um for Ms. Kiki for for coming back from uh LAX and and going back to her uh the confines of her home to help us with the chat room tonight to Mr. JL Godfrey who's been calling in um we got Ms. Kiki I want her to give us a a, a little Closing words of what's going on in the chat room. Katie, hey are you there?
4: <laughs> yes, I am here. I'm sorry, I was trying to give j. l. Godfrey an opportunity to get in and get his little saying, but that's fine. Um, everybody is in the chat room on. Fire! <laughs> fire! I wish we had more time because this right here is a great show. Tina in the chat room said great show. JL said he's been trying to get in but he couldn't. But <laughs> and, and Rael said he kept getting kicked out. I oh, mean wow. everybody in here is like on fire. Great show! I am so glad that I missed that flight and that wow. I'm. You know what? I'm sacrificing the pro, the Pro Bowl for the you and it's okay. This it's is your okay. purple. We, we
3: we 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 having a professional uh, bowl right here. This, this and, is all
4: an game awesome And I'm game winning. Right I'm winning right now. <laughs> I got my ring. I won. It's it. That's it. I, it's over. I'm dropping the mic. <laughs> <laughs> This is great. This is phenomenal stuff. I, I just want everybody to go back and download this, send the link to a friend, send them blog, www.blogtalkradio.com, slash W. Miller, and send them the link. Tell them don't miss this. This is something you cannot miss. You are doing yourself a great disservice if you do not listen to this and hear what Chris Gloss, the boss, the possibilitarian himself, has thrown down the gauntlet. Do
3: something. Do something. What else is there to do now? It, 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 there it is. People that you're hearing, people they're living their dreams. They stepped out and they're living their dreams. Why not you? That's the challenge tonight. Step out and live your dreams. People without a shadow of a doubt, I love you. I'm praying for you. To my LA uh, listeners, I'm looking forward to meeting you in person in March. We're gonna there's gonna be more information forthcoming. But with a minute left in the show, I want to say this. I thank each and every one of you for for showing up and showing out each week. I want to also acknowledge uh, my pastor, Pastor Genaldo Lee and Lady Tiffany Lee, uh, Bishop Wayne T. and Dr. Beverly Jackson, and each and every one of you for continually supporting this show. I want you to remember this. I love you. I'm praying for you. I'm looking for some dynamic manifestation for you this year. I'm looking for some things to be restored in your life. I'm looking for increase in your life. I thank God for you. I think, as Chris says, I thank God for the day you were born. Remember this. I love you. I care about you. And remember this. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. God bless you, and I'll see you next week.